Ashwini Sajendran is a doctor by trade and an artist during her free time. That is, when there's any free time. Ashwini, like myself, just recently became a mother and had to go through an enormous adjustment period while figuring everything out. And she's still posting pretty much daily on her Instagram account, so how did she make it? You can find more of her work on her Instagram at Ashwini Sajindran, but for now, please join us as we talk about can hobbyists take art seriously and what does that mean? Balancing art and health when having a demanding baby. Motherhood mythbusters such as will I stop having a life in others? And beginner tips for gouache. Want to be part of the show? Then send in your questions or topics you'd like to see covered to our email at hello at etrelab.com. If you send us an audio recording, we might include it in the episode. Hi, I'm Anya, and this is Make More Art, a podcast by Etre, meant to inspire you to keep on creating. Now let's hear from our guest. Ashwini, okay, super happy to have you here today. I have Hi. a lot of questions. Yeah. <laughs> I some of them might be a little bit cliche, but you are a doctor by trade, right? Yes, yes, I am. So, first off, when did you decide you wanted to be a doctor, and when did art became part of the equation? Um, so for me, art has been always with me. So since I I was four or five years old, I think since I was able to hold pencil, I was. But, you know, I was doing art things and everything. Um, so I think it has always been a part of life. I don't remember even a single year when I haven't made any art or anything like that. So it's been there. <laughs> so I have seriously taken art. Like I have been uh, painting and drawing every day since I have started this Instagram account. Before then, mm. it was like once in a week or maybe twice in a month or like that. And since I have started the Instagram account, I've been painting and drawing like a, at least once in two days. When was that? When did you start your Instagram account? Um, it was, um, so I had an account back in 2015, but I was inactive. I was doing my medical school and I was having very little time to dedicate for art. Uh, so it was a year back, I think, in 2019 when I came to UK to join my husband. Um, so I wasn't working for the first couple of months. So I thought, why not start an account and give my time to art? Yeah. And then roughly after that, you became pregnant. Yes. Uh, so I started working. I started working and then um, I worked for like around um, a year, just about a year. Then this COVID hit and then I, then I was pregnant and I had to sit back at home because they weren't allowing any pregnant woman to work. So again, I had so much time to dedicate for art. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And that's when you started to create more and more and more. Okay, more that does more, make sense. Yeah. So you've been creating more um, more often since roughly a year, a year and a half yeah. ago. year and a half, yeah. Okay. And why did you decide to become a doctor? When did you make that call? Um... <laughs> I think in my high school, when I was 14 or 15, when everybody has to make a career choice. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's when I, I, I wasn't, 
um, I mean, I didn't had many career choices. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was only few because back in my country, people either go for engineering or for medicine. So yeah. I chose medicine. <laughs> uh, it's very interesting you're saying that because yesterday I recorded an interview with Uma Kalkar. She's also from mm-hmm. an Indian culture and she's an engineer. Yeah. And she was talking okay. about that. She's like, oh, yeah, culture. Yeah. And that podcast episode is going to come yeah. out uh, next month okay. in January. All right. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, she was talking a little bit about that. So I'd like to expand on that from your point of view a little more. So you loved art. It was something you loved, but it was not an option for a career because of no, no, culture no. and what's expected of you. Yeah, no, that's that was not a career choice at all because um, I have many. I've been to art school, like as a oh. hobby when I was like, yeah. I've been, um, I mean, as a hobby, uh, when I was um, 13, 14, I, I used to go to art school for around, I think I went for four years, mm-hmm. every weekends. So I learned that if you make an art as a career, you won't be very successful. It's You, you need to have luck. Okay. Uh, you need to be very good at art in order to be successful in art, in my at least in my place. Mm-hmm. So it was for sure that it was not a career choice for me. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So you. Yeah. Okay. So you then. Even though I wanted to. Yeah. Even though I wanted to, but, uh, yeah, due to family and relatives, they would ask definitely ask why you why you choosing this. Yeah. But even so, you stick to art as a hobbyist, right? So it's yeah. a hobby that you have. It's a passion of yours. Yeah. Why do you yeah. love it so much? I think. Um, first of all, I love love to create realistic cards, and when it when it comes to life, it gives me, you know, kind of happiness. Um, and it's also a mode of relaxation for me. Every time when I sit and paint, I just forget everything around me. Uh, <laughs> it, it's so much relaxing. And, and, and when you create and, and the end result, when you see it's coming to life, the realistic things, uh, it gives me so much pleasure and happiness. Okay. Does, yeah. I know you like being a doctor, but does... What career aside, what brings you the most joy? Your current profession being a doctor, which is amazing, or your yeah. hobby of art making? Just curious. Yeah, that's a difficult question. I love my profession. I love treating people. Uh, I love the way they thank uh, when I treat them. Um, it's a very, very nice profession. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I love art too. It, it's like, I love both. <laughs> you couldn't live without either. Yeah, no, I can't live without it. <laughs> wow, beautiful. Okay, so and we're getting to the part that I'm very curious about. I don't, I never really explored this in the podcast episode, but you are a mother of a three month old, three and a half. I have a seven month and a half at the moment at home. Uh, and we have a lot of moms listening to this podcast, new moms, old moms, all sorts of moms, grandmoms. Um, well, <laughs> how do you manage to make art with such a tiny baby at home? It's very, very big struggle, uh, to be very honest. So I make use most of the time when she sleeps. Mm-hmm. She's That's a good also, um, So she sleeps like four to five hours during day. Mm-hmm. Sometimes That's more good. than that. She would, That's yeah, really she would good. take like four, three to four hours of good sleep at one go. And then she would wake up, play for some time. And then she will again go back to sleep for another two hours. So oh that's my God, like that's heaven. Now. <laughs> oh, oh. 
I'm just making use of those times. So Smart. the moment she sleeps, I put down her to sleep. I do my household things, and then I come sit and paint. And if, when she wakes up, I'm with her. I play with her. I do the things. Yeah, beautiful. That's how it works. How are your energy? Because I'm, I'm, I'm asking because I'm struggling a lot uh, <laughs> to make art, and my baby does not particularly enjoy sleeping he's seven months now but even when he was three he would sleep for a uh, half hour and i'm like oh okay. that was good one hour was like a miracle <laughs> we've been getting a lot of help from expert to get him to sleep yeah. properly he's a little bit better now but still it's it's not easy to get him to sleep so i'm always either exhausted because i have to be around him so much yeah. or and i just want to sleep or and then you have I'm sure you can relate. The baby is sleeping. Yeah. Okay, perfect time to make art, but the house is a mess. Yes, that's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah. How do you navigate that? I'm still getting used to it. I don't think so. I'm good at it. Um, either my house is messy or I or I'll be making art. <laughs> that those both doesn't go in hand in hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you yes, get so. help with uh, the house yeah. stuff? So. You- not not really so we live in a very tiny space we just have two bedrooms and just uh, a living space attached to the kitchen mm-hmm. so there's nothing much to we don't use the other room so it's just one room and one living space so mm-hmm. um, there's nothing yeah so it's easy to clean um, and we do cooking like uh, once in a two to three days so yeah we, so you cook for the oh it's smart yeah cook for two to three days and we just do so we don't need to cook a lot and even if we do we have to store it in the fridge to have it next day so that saves a lot of time Mm -hmm. and when my husband is around he also helps me a lot so it's good (laughs) yeah the trick is having a great husband i can yeah that's it yeah yeah Uh, yeah, he loves to play with the daughter with my daughter i mean with our daughter so when he is around he will take care of her fully so i don't have to worry about that and you're not working as a doctor at the moment, right? You have, uh, you have, you have leave until how long yeah, are I, you staying home for? Until April. I, I'm until April. I'm, I'm thinking of extending it because I need to have somebody around to look after my daughter. Yeah. So you have to think about it. Yeah. So at least which, for April, I'm not working. Yeah, it's which April is something 20. that varies a lot depending on countries because you're in the UK yeah. and the UK kind of gives yeah. you one full year to be at home with your daughter, right? around that they give around six months i'm, I'm not sure about six one months. year so okay yeah six months is for sure they gave you 90 percent pay mm-hmm. as well yeah that's really good yeah i'm living in portugal yeah. it's less time less pay and there are countries that are better yeah. countries that are worse yeah uh, which creates yeah. some stress for new moms uh but yeah i think it's really important to do exactly as you say navigate that manage yeah. uh, your energy it's something that i keep telling everybody you can't manage your time you can only manage your energy because time keeps yeah. on passing by you don't really you have yeah. no control over the time yeah, but you have control in your tip is great make food freeze it you don't have to worry about food yeah. and yeah. then use the time that the baby's sleeping for art if your baby's like mine yeah. and does not sleep what I decided to do, particularly if, if seriously, for any moms of kids who do not mm-hmm. sleep out there, I what I do is I make art with the kid. So at least oh. it's something artsy and it scratched yeah. the itch a little bit, you know? Yeah, that's true. I used to do that because my baby was very fussy in the first couple of months, I would mm-hmm. say. So until two months, she would not lie down. She always wanted to be with me. So I had that carrier with which he oh, used to carry the babies. Yes. <laughs> what I used to do, what I used to do was I used to keep her on swaddling. my chest. Yeah, yeah swaddling. And then I used to do my art, but it just, it didn't work for long because 
it kind of obstructs the view and yeah, like you can't like, you're like having a from... huge belly again yeah yeah, yeah no i i just <laughs> grabbed my kids from your neck <laughs> yes the belly starts from you it can't move i i just grabbed my kids hands and foot and i just gave him ink like not ink like baby paint and i just had fun oh. with him and we're making like christmas cards or trying to so it's it's that so i i recently just came up just for my own sake because i'm working a few hours and i have the kid so i'm just for my own sake i'm creating a very simple challenge for myself like i'm doing mm -hmm. like a daily pokemon challenge with just fingerprints oh, and very wow. little drawing and it's really simple mm -hmm. And it's something mm -hmm. that I do in like 20, 30 minutes a day. And it just makes me feel a little better that I'm doing something. It's not a painting. Oh, wow. It's not, okay. you know, something that I like. I'm not, yeah. a, I'm yeah. not a creating a new skill or going yeah. deeper on that. But just something that makes me feel a little bit better. Yeah, um, so, yeah, I'd love to hear yeah. the thoughts of everybody listening to this uh, episode. If you're moms or if you're friends with moms or you're dead. Um, I'd love yeah. to hear your thoughts about how you manage uh, your time and energy and time for painting while you have a kid because it's it's hard. Uh, only recently I had a conversation with David um, Morales and that episode is coming down January and um, he has two teenage kids or nearly adults. I, f I just clearly I forgot. And he said something that really resonated with me, which is just, you know, pause art if you have to. Uh, your mm -hmm. kid is growing. It's precious time that is not going to yeah. come back. So just enjoy that to the fullest. The time yeah. comes where they become teenagers. They won't care about you. And then you can do all the painting in the world. That's more or less <laughs> how we manage his art. Uh, yeah. That made me feel so much better. I don't even know why. Just like permission like, to not do anything if you can. It's totally fine. <laughs> yeah, but that's going to take like another 10 to 15 years to go for them to become teenage. Yeah, I know, but uh, it's just, it's the pockets of time, like you said. Snapping, mm -hmm. then they go to daycare. Uh, sometimes I have a daddy day. Like, I remember when he was like two months and it was still summer here. And I'm like, hi, daddy. So <laughs> have fun with your kid. Yeah. Milk's in the freezer. Bye-bye. Yeah, bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> it was the best uh, beach day of my life. I used, yeah, I'm doing that sometimes with my husband. Good. <laughs> it's all yours. I don't want. <laughs> yeah, have fun. Ba have daddy fun. bonding time. Um, yeah. Okay, art-wise, um, you became really big on Instagram for the little time that you've been there. So you have, at the moment of this interview, nearly 17,000 followers. Yeah. Um, and what is your preferred art medium? So I... <laughs> In, I think I I love all mediums except pastels and I haven't I haven't have never tried pastel oil pastels and mm -hmm. such mediums. So I love oil, I love acrylics, watercolors, gouache, and recently I think my favorite is gouache. Mm -hmm. um, so gouache is a medium that I have tried like a couple of months back, and since mm -hmm. then I've been in so much love with this medium. Um, so yeah. Gosh, it's my medium. And that's the medium that we're going to do for your live demo on the 22nd, yes. right? Yes. Uh, yes. So if you're listening to this episode before December 22nd, Ashwini and I are yes. going to go live for a free demonstration about how to use gouache to create beautiful landscapes. And we're doing starry night skies, right? Yes. Yeah, and glowing night skies. Painting a night scene in gouache. So that's a challenge, at least for me it is. So if you'd like to... <laughs> get started with gouache learning how to paint night skies then uh i think this is going to be fun 
So gouache. So you're more of a, even though you use a lot of mediums, clearly, you have a lot yeah. of gouache on your yeah. feed. What yeah. is your biggest gouache struggle? Um, I think with gouache, um, I struggle with making, you know, the um, dramatic, dramatic skies is very difficult to make with gouache mm -hmm. because I think when you mix the colors of sunsets or dramatic sky, it gets kind of muddy. Um, I don't like that mixed colors. Uh, there's something with dramatic sky. I don't. I, I always struggle to create a dramatic sky with a gouache. What would you call a dramatic sky? So it's like a sunset sky with a mm. different, with lots of colors. Um, you know, orange, purple. Um, violet it's like lots of colors in the sky and, uh, and you I need see. to be very good at it when you have to make it so I think it's very easy to make it with watercolor mm -hmm. um, and also acrylic because you can add keep on adding layers and layers once acrylic dries mm -hmm. but with gosh uh, when you try to keep on adding layers the, the anti-quainting it, it gets activated and when you try to mix it it gets activated it, it mixes and and the result would be really muddy. Okay, I had no idea because I've never painted with gouache. I mean, I haven't touched yeah. gouache in years. And you're going to explain that to us on because... the live demo. Mm -hmm. how, how do you overcome that? How, how do you make it so it doesn't become all muddy and weird? I have tried very less dramatic skies with gouache because of this. <laughs> Even if I have made a couple of paintings, but I have never posted it any, on any social media mm -hmm. because it doesn't look nice. Mm -hmm. So I'm still working on it. I think if, if you add a lot of whites in those colors, mm -hmm. it will get better. When you try to add just, just the colors without adding whites, it doesn't look that good. But when you add more white and make it more lighter, mm -hmm. it gets it looks better. Okay, that's, that's a good tip. Yeah, that, I have seen many, many gosh artists doing that and I'm working on it. Someday I'll I'll be successful in dramatic <laughs> Well, I think you're doing a lot of uh, great paintings in gouache that have a lot of success already. This is the curse of the artist, you know. We always see what can get better, and, and uh, yeah. we're like, oh, one day I'll do that. And I'm like, but look at the yeah. things that you're already doing, and it's gorgeous. You need you need to have that in order to, you know, be be more be to have more Critical. skills and yeah. yeah. To keep Otherwise, on climbing just that stay in one place. Yeah, yeah. yeah keep exactly. on explaining. Keep practicing. Otherwise, you you're stagnant. Grow. Yeah, you won't grow. Yeah. Yeah, and growth is important, even for hobbyists. Because see, being a that's another thing. Being a hobbyist yeah. does not mean not mm -hmm. taking art seriously. You're the living proof of that. You're a doctor. You're a hobbyist yeah. for art, but yeah. you're taking this very seriously. So, yeah. what are your thoughts about that? I mean, you know, some people just think that artists who are hobbyists are just doing that for just you know the funs of it and noodling, and no one is serious. Mm -hmm. What do you think? I think you. Everybody needs to have a one serious hobby, otherwise they will go mad in life. Mm -hmm. When you have stress, you need to focus on something that will distract you. So definitely art is that for me. Um, so during every stressful time, I just sit down and paint and I just forget everything around me and what's stressing me and things like that. Yeah. It's kind of, it's like meditating for you. It's like meditating, yeah. I just forget everything. I mean, if there is any stressor, I, I don't, I mean, I don't take it seriously when I'm painting. So kind of gives me um, something to my mind. Yeah. Any good beginner tips for people starting in with gouache? 
try simple landscapes like use lots of blues and greens it won't go wrong my type from my experience blues so, yes blues blues and whites you can't mess up with blues and whites you have really? to be very bad yeah so you can make a blue sky very easily with gosh so you don't mix any colors just use whites and blues cobalt blue and white okay yeah and you can create a very nice very nice sky and and a bit of green for the foreground so okay. a very good landscape is already ready okay just okay, you guys try that and post that on social media and tag us yeah. tag ashwini tag etcher uh under a uh, like um at etcher underscore lab on on instagram and we'd like to see your skies and, and landscapes if you're doing this with cobalt blue white and a green of your choice green, any green any green and a bit of lemon yellow lemon yellow okay poor yeah, color just Not create green. a green mountain with uh sad green or lemon yellow sad mm-hmm. green with lemon yellow or light and a sky and a sky with a uh, cobalt blue and white and there you go and you have a beautiful yeah. gouache painting and it's a great uh starter pointer for yeah. anyone who wants to embark on a new gouache journey just yeah. uh, let's practice that and try to get that to work okay everybody grabbing your gouache paints and, and brushes now yeah. any any other tips anything you'd like to share before you wrap up to our audience who are either beginning their gouache or art journey or to moms who are struggling to find time to make art while they're balancing life and work mm-hmm. so for a uh, beginner session to begin with art uh, so keep practicing keep experimenting don't judge your work and don't compare your work with anybody that's very very important um so if you're a beginner that's that's a that's a no 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 do never compare with anybody keep working on it keep practicing do the medium which you love Uh, mm-hmm. and do i mean do the subjects which you love and one day you will be able to create something that you will be proud of beautiful what do you think of the episode please let us know what resonated with you on the comment section of the post associated with this episode at etrlab.com/as that's e t c h r l a b.com/as or if you're watching this over on our youtube channel please simply use the comment section below. If you're enjoying the podcast, please help us keep the show alive. You can subscribe and give us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts at etcherlab.com forward slash go forward slash Apple. Or if you're more of a YouTube viewer, please make sure to subscribe to our channel and ring the bell to get notified about our most recent videos. Sharing is caring and every little bit helps. Thank you so much and I'll see you next time. Until then, let's make more art. Mm-hmm.